Hey listeners, welcome back to another episode of Motivation Monday. Today, we are going to talk about phones and the phone addiction. We've got some tips and ideas, some tricks to help you disconnect a little bit more so that you can invest in yourself. Stay tuned. Hey listeners, welcome back to another episode of Motivation Monday. Hey Enoch, how's it going? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here again. Um, I can't complain at all. From the last time we spoke, we talked about my kids being in New York with my family. So it's already about to be next week. I'm going back to pick them up. Um, so the summer is flying. They were there for all of July and the yeah. end of June. And it's like it's over already. So we're flying to New York next week. Um, we're going to go there Tuesday. And, well, we're going to actually, technically, we're not picking them up yet. We get we get there Tuesday. Then we go to Jamaica on Wednesday, me and my wife. Then we get back home, get back home in New York, pick them up. Then we fly back here to North Carolina. So we have one last hoorah before the summer ends. And then we get the kids and we bring them back home and get back to routine. I love it. I love yeah. it. You know childless vacations ruth used to get so mad when we would do childless vacations i actually i comp- i did a competition once and uh then left her here and went and did a disney cruise without her it's needed it's neat you know i think like people that have rigorous tasks that are parents that have a job that is just so stressful it's important to take time for yourself and just really just relax because life is going to keep going. So at what point are you going to decide like, Hey, let me take some time for me because you keep your head. Like I'm big on like, keep your head down, grind, go get it. But at some point you need to pick your head up and take a break Mm -hmm. because you, you keep your head down so much. You're going to miss everything that's going on. So we make it important to that we just take time to just chill out. We do things with the kids. We do things with the family. We go see family in New York. We hang out with cousins and stuff like that. But then take specific time for just us to just go get away because you know how it is. Once things start rolling, you get in your routine, work, school, whatever it is, you just stress yourself out and you feel like you have no time for anything. No, I agree. And, you know, it was we had a we had a really great conversation there either last last time we were together, the time before. And you you told that story about how you had the time to actually just sit and listen to yourself Mm -hmm. and talk about getting to know yourself. And I really took that to heart. Like and, you know, one of the things that I've really been doing because I'm in a contest prep right now. And Mm -hmm. so with that, I'm always trying to get 10,000 steps. It's not mandated, but I just I like it. It makes me feel nice and trim. And, um, you know, in, in and above that, I think really where where it also kind of comes down to the fact is I've stopped taking my phone with me when I go on a walk. Mm-hmm. So I try and get out for at least two walks a day. And um, while I've been out, I'm leaving my, my phone at home and mm-hmm. I'm being really present, right? Like I'm mindful with yeah. my body. How am I holding myself? Am I pushing myself from my, uh, my, my, my posterior chain? How's my mm-hmm. posture? Um, oh, look at those birds, right? And I'm just being really present and grateful in the moment so that I can yeah. just soak it all in and really allow myself to feel what I want to feel and kind of really, you know, be present. Wow. And what's really cool about that is, you know, I, I don't know about you, like I'm on an iPhone. And so an iPhone mm-hmm. will produce yep. a report for you every every week and say, 
your screen time was this. You're a very terrible person who doesn't pay attention to life. Yeah. Thanks, Apple. I sure appreciate that. Yep. But what it's told me for the past two weeks is, great job. You have reduced your screen time by 9%. So over the past two mm. weeks, it's been 9% a week. So wow. in total, for the past two weeks since that podcast, when we had that conversation, I've reduced my time on my phone by 16%. Wow, that's awesome. And that's so needed because a lot of times people, when they're, when they're on their so-called me time, the phone is involved. Mm-hmm. And that's not real me time. Like shutting down the phone and just putting it down. If you use your phone just to have some music on, yeah, that's cool. But really being able to just sit in your thoughts and not look at your phone. Because if you have your phone, once it dings, you're looking down. And you're like, oh, what was that? And then you get caught up. Then let me just go on Instagram real quick. Let me scroll. Then you're just in this rabbit hole. So it's like really take time for yourself and put your phone down like you have to be intentional about it. You can't say, oh, yeah, yeah I'm going to just, today I'm going to put my phone down. No, you have to say, like, this time, schedule it. I'm going to put my phone down for a few minutes just to breathe, go outside and just, sometimes you just need to just stand there mm-hmm. and just go outside and just stand there and just breathe and just, like, <sighs> exhale, like, because you don't even realize you're stressed until you take a second and just breathe, like, wow, I needed that. Like just taking a second and just breathing. Like you don't even realize how much stress you have in your body. Just sit there and stretch. Just get your body moving a little bit. And just, that's why I love the gym so much. Like I, and I hate that on my, um, when I have my earphones, it dings when I get a message or something. Cause it's like, I have to fight not looking at it. Cause it's like, (laughs) what are you messaging me? I'm in my zone right now. Leave me alone. And I love when I don't get any messages and I'm just in the gym. I'm in my zone. I'm just relaxing. I'm doing my workout. And it's just so peaceful. And I think everyone needs that. If they're struggling with stress or whatever they may be going through, find some time to just get a release. I I agree. And, you know, it's it's interesting because the other thing that I've been doing is I use the – a lot of people I know use airplane mode when they go into the gym. And oh. I I really, you know, for me, it's it's really interesting. Like, I have this, like, I'm very intentional and I'm very intense mm-hmm. when I'm in the gym. But when I'm yeah. on a rest period, sometimes yeah. it's nice to just, you know, flip open Instagram and give it a yeah. little scroll yeah. and see who's doing what. And then, yeah. okay, look at your watch and get back to it. But I mean, like, mm-hmm. you really are. You're breaking your concentration while you're doing that. And so, yeah. you know, I've been super intentional with leaving my phone in my bag. And so mm-hmm. I keep notifications are almost 100% on silent. My phone is always volume off. And oh, like, wow. even with that, it's, but, but that's one of the reasons why when you have no notifications and it's not telling you that somebody's messaging you, you're mm-hmm. always picking it up and you're always looking at it. Yeah, and yeah. other things that I I've been known to do is, um, moving the icons for my most used apps, putting them in folders and putting them on like second and third pages on separate mm-hmm. screens so that I have to be more intentional. And I can actually ask myself, Hey, do I really need to go on Instagram right now or do I really yeah. need to go, you know, and, and it's just the other thing. And the last thing that I do, have been doing is I've been shutting everything down 
by like nine o'clock at night, which feels mm. really, really early. Yeah. And then yeah. what I'll do is I have a couple of people. I've I've people who I, I message and speak with mm-hmm. on a daily basis. And so, yeah. you know, I'll wind those conversations down with them. And then I go and I plug my phone in in my bedroom and then I do the remainder of my evening without it. And wow. so like and I will tell you that there are most certainly two sides to that coin. One where I feel absolutely free because mm-hmm. I have no obligation to respond to somebody, to pick something up, to re- you know what I mean? Like that instant yeah. gratification requirement is gone. But mm-hmm. then on the other hand, I feel the um I feel the deficiency of the addiction, the dopamine. Mm. I can feel my need to have that device in my hand. Like yeah. it's just it's so powerful. Like it I, is. And and even more so after COVID, right? Because that was our connection to the world. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like somebody just related to you so much when you said that about like that addiction. So like someone right now that's listening, right? They just heard you say like, yeah, I I feel that all the time. Like I just that addiction. I gotta grab my phone. Like, what are some ways that you can kind of break that? Because it's so hard. Like yeah. we're on off. My phone is right here. Like we're on it literally basically 24 7 and it's like how do we break that habit of yo let me just put this down for a second let me just put in my pocket and just kind of ignore something that we're just so literally it's almost attached to our hand Mm -hmm. like how do we do that you know i i think it you know really what it is is the research is showing that it is a dopamine response. Mm -hmm. And so what we would want to do is either be okay with the withdrawal of dopamine, of not responding to it, or the secondary would be to um, replace it with something, right? So for example, um, I was talking about this on one of our other podcasts, um, Pocket Change, with somebody uh, just the other day. And we were talking about presence and really like how to do the things that we need to do. And it's like, if you think about it, and I think about things in circumstantial ways, right? So yeah. yep. if if you wake up and the first thing that you do is you pick up your phone mm-hmm. instead of you greet your partner who's laying in the bed beside you, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Yep. Right? Yep. And, and and so it's like, well, how do you how do you cure that? Well, a small step for that would be don't touch your phone before you kiss your partner on the cheek or mm-hmm. welcome them to the day. Or mm-hmm. don't touch your phone until you get your baby out of bed and get the baby changed and 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 started and fed and things like that. Create those yep. boundaries, right? Yep. And and that's one of the other things is that I've been really because I'm in contest prep, I'm going to bed at like 9:30 at night because I'm getting up mm-hmm. super early to do cardio, yeah. um, which is great and super clarifying for me because I don't feel the need to be on my phone at night because I know that I have 45 minutes to 50 minutes the next morning on this mm-hmm. machine where yeah. everything that I've quote missed, yeah. I can catch up and and I can feel included and I can participate in that way, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's replacing. It's replacing that addiction with something else, and yeah. and it, it, it's it's being able to um, be disciplined. Really, I like it, it comes down to that. discipline, yep. right? <laughs> yeah, I was literally thinking in my mind it the the root of it kind of like you said that mental discipline to know like okay, there's some people like for an example, last night I grabbed my phone went to lay down, and then I. I was about to open the phone 
And I was like, no. Because if I open this phone, it's going to take me that much more longer to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I know I have to wake up early. So, like, the mental discipline to say, no, I'm putting, I like, acknowledging I want to go through my phone. I want to look. I want to scroll. I want to see what's going on. But it's like, no, put the phone down. And I literally just put the phone down and I went to bed. And it's like, figuring out how do I build this mental discipline and it starts with little things absolutely it starts with something as small as you know what every day five minutes i'm gonna not look at my phone i'm not gonna look at my phone for five minutes something that small like because there's some people that can't go five minutes without looking at their phone like something as small as that like okay 10 minutes okay you know what every week i'm gonna add up at least 15 to 20 minutes while I'm not checking my phone, even though I want to, as soon as you feel that I need to, cause there's a thing where people say like, there's nothing going on my phone, but for some reason I have to just open it and look mm-hmm. like the minute you feel that I have to open it. Don't start there. Like if you're someone that yep. is like, you're on your phone 24 seven. Cause I, I catch myself sometimes I'll, I'll be walking no text message, no nothing. I'll just grab my phone, open it, and then close it. For no reason. That's, that's <laughs> how you know it's it's a problem. It's, for no reason. Then I'll catch myself, okay, yeah, put my phone in my pocket. Like, I don't need to touch it. So yeah. do little things like that. Just find ways. Be aware of it. Because there's some people that aren't aware of how much they just are so clingy to their phone. Oh, yeah. First thing, start being aware and start being attentive to your situation to what you feel like oh i do have this little thing that's kind of like an itch that makes me want to grab my phone once you start to notice that i think that's where you can start being intentional about being disciplined about your phone i think you're 100 percent right and i think you know if we were to say i'm not going to be on my phone for two hours yeah in the morning yeah. and it, like that's just too much like you're just yeah. throwing the whole kitchen sink at it and that's exactly. a, a solution for failure more than anything and you know it was interesting because you know you said be aware and as you were talking about being aware it reminded me of you know the fact that i spend time with people of different generations right mm-hmm. just who i am as a person one of my very dearest friends is 65 years old she's amazing wow. uh she's a total badass and like wow. former air force mecha- mechanic airplane mechanic you know has been in the in the army and like she's just amazing amazing human being but what i found was our early relationship where we would go for coffee i was in that space where i was you know hustling pretty hard for work and i was constantly on my phone i was courting with aaron you know so like there were all these things that were going on and i would find myself checking my phone while i was with her and we're such good friends that she one day said to me like after we had had like coffee or lunch or something she texted me and she said you know i i get that you're really busy but when you carved the time out and we're together it would really mean a lot to me if you just were with me and and that was so powerful to me it was a really really humbling moment in my early career as an executive and Mm -hmm. it really put me in a position of creating a boundary right a boundary for myself but also a boundary for other people because the thing is is the reason we are on our phone so much is because others have the expectation that we will well, why didn't you respond to me, Enoch? I, I texted yeah. you, right? And so when when I go and I'm with this friend of mine, I will say to my family, I'm going to be with that person. I'll park. 
I'll text them and say, journey management, I made it, I'm, I'm safe, I'm going in, I'll text you before I leave. And that's my way of telling the family, you're not going to hear from me for the next 60 to 90 minutes. Don't try unless you call me. And what I'll do is I'll actually put my phone physically out of view because it's been said that if you take your phone and you set it on a table in front of people, even if you're 100% present with that individual, the fact of the matter is, is your phone is a barrier. It's sitting in the middle of the table and you have said to that person, you're important, but you're not important enough for me to put that phone away. Wow. Wow. That's big. And the one word that I took from that was boundaries. Yes. Like, yeah, you have to set boundaries with yourself and your phone and with others. And, and I think that's something that needs to happen across the board. Yeah. When I think about it, like, cause there's, yeah. there's some people that take advantage of your time. There are people that waste your time. Mm-hmm. There are people that are in your phone that you shouldn't even be in contact with anymore. And maybe that could be another episode, but there's some people in your life right now that you need to start disconnecting from. Mm-hmm. Because, well, and, you know, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. Thing. You're you're 100% right. I mean, and that, you know, and I think back to the journey of maturing, right? And mm-hmm. I think we're all in this continuous journey of learning and adapting and growing. And yeah. I, I'm a helper. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like yep, you. Me too. I want to see people <laughs> excel and do their best. Yeah. And so I'm very well known to sit and listen. I'm, a, I'm an awesome problem solver. Mm-hmm. But what happens is how much time do you invest in somebody Hmm. on your phone who you give all that good advice to, who never takes that advice, but always comes at you with another problem that if they only took that advice the first time, it could have been solved. And yet what do we do? We continue to pick that phone up and invest our time into that person as opposed to the people that are sitting around us in person. Oh, man, I've dealt with that so much. And (laughs) I've gotten to the point where it was like, so I'm the type of person where you telling me something, I'm going to automatically try to give you advice. I've gotten to the place where now, unless you ask me for advice, I'm not Mm going to give you any advice. Because if I'm just giving it to you, I can't be upset that you don't receive it because you didn't ask for it. But mm-hmm. you're you're bringing me all these problems, and I'm like, okay, do this, do that, do that, and they're like, yeah, yeah, okay. But yeah, even though in that conversation they heard what I was saying, they didn't fully receive it because they didn't ask for it, and Absolutely. I would get upset. Like, why? I told you what you need to do, yeah, but you know this, and then this situation, and, and it's like, you know what? I'm not. If you're not gonna ask for my advice, I'm not gonna help you. And then, for on the next level of that, you ask me for my advice, and if you don't use it then don't come ask me for advice anymore. Like you're yep. not you're not applying what I'm telling you. So at that point it's like I'm sorry, I can't help you. Like I told you what to do and you're coming back with the same exact problem and you didn't do what I told you to do. And it's not like a oh, do what I say. It's like you came to me for my advice. Yes. Like I I didn't I, you came to me. <laughs> I didn't come I didn't, to you. So like I'm just like, "Oh my gosh." And then now I'm like, "What?" So yeah, I've I've been through that. So I I've just learned to just embrace the fact that as much as I want to help people, not everyone want to help themselves. True, mm-hmm. because to them sometimes it sounds good. Like yo, can you give me some advice? 
because it sounds to them is like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to get help. But then when they don't apply it, they don't really want the help. So sometimes you got to just let them fall and I'll, I'll be there for you if you really need me. But until then, you got it. Yep. That's and and that's I mean those boundaries because like you think about that the amount of time that you take and you invest into people you're not yeah. sitting down and having a cup of coffee with these people the, yeah. these are people who like for me uh, mine could come from any area of the United States or Canada mm-hmm. because I have a I have a very large social network yeah. and I tend to yeah. invest my time in people who appear to want mm-hmm. to change um, yeah. but I have been known very very well known like once i hit my wall with somebody <laughs> good luck even getting me to text you back like it's yeah, like it, you know it's time time is so important right i mean yeah and it's the only thing that we truly can never get back and so yeah if if these little talk boxes and these little mini computers are gonna soak all of our time up yeah you know you think about tiktok mm-hmm Right. Yep. I mean, there are some really great stuff on there. It was fantastic mm-hmm. during the pandemic. People really came together. Um, but for the most part, it's a toxic cesspool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 100%. My my business partner, he um he found himself using it so much that it was actually stopping him from being successful in other areas of his life. And he went wow. off and he completely disengaged. Wow. Like he hasn't been on TikTok in probably two years now. But I can wow. tell you. He was on it constantly. Wow. that And that's crazy because I, um, for the past, I would say, two going on two years from when I started doing the motivational videos on Instagram, I specifically did not want TikTok because I didn't want that to happen. So I used to send videos to my little cousin because she was on TikTok. I, I was like, I don't even want to learn it. And she <laughs> would post my videos for me. But I do it now, but because of that initial, I never, like, became one with TikTok. I literally yeah. go on there, post my video, and then I get off because you know, I see what it does to people. It absolutely it destroys. I mean, I have I have a TikTok account, mm-hmm. and I have one video that I have ever made. <laughs> and I think I probably have, like, two or three of Ruth dancing in draft. But <laughs> the one video that I made was at the very beginning of the pandemic because Ruth was 15 at the time, and she was very mm-hmm. sad that she was on lockdown. And so she mm-hmm. was just kind of eating food and hiding in her room and sleeping a lot and just doing what yeah. I think probably a majority of young people were doing at that time. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to get her to come out and have supper. And she's like, no, I don't want dinner. I'm fine. I'm just going to lay here. And so I went out and I had made pork chops. And so I took this pork chop and I stuck it in a Ziploc bag and I Uh sealed it shut. And then I found like this bouncy string that I had and I tied it to the pork chop and I opened the door of her room and I whipped this pork chop across and it actually hit her in the face. (laughs) And she was like, what is that? And she like grabs this pork chop and my string snapped. And I was like, oh my God. We have abort the mission, abort. And so, like, I run out. Literally, that is my only video. She comes out like four minutes later with a, a, a pork chop bone and an empty Ziploc bag. And she's oh like, What was that? <laughs> that is hilarious. That is funny. <laughs> that is TikTok worthy. <laughs> literally, my only TikTok ever. Yeah, I literally just copy it, whatever video I did on Instagram, put it on there. Same thing, Instagram. I post it and then I just go, like, I don't. Because that thing just takes so much time from you. Like, yeah. it really does. I remember I did, like, a, I usually do it every year. I do, like, one month away from just social media. And it's just so refreshing. Oh, it's yeah. Just, 
it's refreshing. It's just like you, you don't even want to get back on after you're like, man, like I feel like I got my brain back. <laughs> Absolutely. It it does. So, you know, okay, so let's just summarize this um mm-hmm. as we as we shut her down. I mean, yeah. you know, if you're dealing with a bit of a phone addiction or you need to have more presence in your life, our top yeah. tips are gonna be have some discipline. Do the mm-hmm. hard do the hard yards. Yeah. Um Pick up some projects and do things to preoccupy your time. Fulfill mm-hmm. that dopamine in other ways. Get outside. Yep. Be present oh, yeah. with yourself. Yep. Uh, be aware of what your addiction is. If you've got a, a modest addiction, if you just can't keep your phone out of your hand, mm-hmm. knowledge is power. And then the last one is creating boundaries and cutting loose dead weight from yeah. people that are taking your time. That's good. Like That, that could be a course on how to separate yourself from your phone. I think all those things right there, that whole category, it touches all the areas that that is being blocked off from having your phone so close to you. And I think if you follow those areas and really lock into all, all those things that she just listed, you'll really be able to find a way to disconnect because you're so, the phone, you're so connected. And I think we're too connected sometimes. And I think those things right there will help you be able to disconnect in a healthy way. I love it. Yep. Stay motivated, man. That's it. That's it. We here. Let's keep it going. Here. Let's keep it going. <laughs> and listeners, thank you for joining us today on this episode of Motivation Monday. As always, if there's any content you'd like to see us feature, anybody you'd like to see us talk about, talk to, any questions you have, reach out. A call doesn't cost a thing.